Your move. Uh, you playing with him? Yeah, I'm playing with him. I thought you were playing with me. I'm playing with him. No, I, I, I just, I just moved. Now we're talking. I'm with him. Oh, that's all right, so I'll watch. Hey, Sue, Stanley. Hey, look who's here. How are you? Terrible. Worse, worse. How's your nervous stomach? Still got spilkers? Why don't you have a seat? <laughs> you need my eating pad? Back's a little sore. Back's a little sore. All right. Oh. Now I'm officially terrified. He, he doesn't have as many friends at school. So they do fly airplanes from Orange County to Miami. I wouldn't know. I see so little of you. Uh, <laughs> you look better than ever. Yeah? Getting married. You remember Ryan? Of course. Who would forget with those arms? <laughs> you know, if I weren't engaged. <laughs> ah, there's my grandson. Hello, Bubba. Hello, Nana. I want you to tell me everything that's gone on for you this whole last year. Oh, <laughs> I can barely remember what I had for dinner last night. Please. Yeah, welcome to the club. Uh, you know. You want to talk? Sure, I do. You keep an eye on him, make sure he doesn't die of old age, huh? <laughs> Is this that amusement? Uh, uh, yeah, 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 uh, Miami, uh, uh, South Beach, bringing the heat, uh, <laughs> can y'all feel that, can y'all feel that, jig it out, uh. So a lot happened. A lot did happen. This was a very energetic episode. A lot of things that had been building up came to fruition. And, I mean, usually when coke is involved, it is kind of, there's yeah, a lot of energy. cocaine. That'll, that'll do you a doozy, I tell you. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. I, yeah. It, where, where is that from? Is that from a, that's a quote. It, yeah. Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Dave Chappelle. It's been a while since I've watched his episodes. So, anyway, at the, the uh, Orange County show... This one. I for Oh, my God. Like, yeah, so many things happened. The Nana, the traveling. The, the rape. Kiss, the, yeah, sexual assault happened. That was bad. Yeah. That was a lot. I was not expecting that. I don't... I did not remember that. At all. Yeah. Which, really? Oh, Right, wow. yeah, which it makes sense now because there's a, a thing that happens at in the end of the season. And I was just trying to remember what led up to that moment. Marissa kills Trey, calling it now. She no. has to murder him. <laughs> But I was just like, oh, okay, this is, okay, I can see the the wheels in motion now. Oh. Oh, yeah. no. I'm scared. We're getting close to the finale. Yeah, we're only, like, three episodes. Oh, my goodness gracious. So. It's coming up super quick. It is. Yeah, so I guess before we just completely go into the episode, uh, let's just reintroduce ourselves. Hi. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Noobsies Podcast, the OC podcast that is sweeping the nation. I am your host, Juan, and as always, I'm here with Michelle. That's me. Uh, so, we are on episode 21 of season 2, The Return of the Nana, and as always, I have the synopsis from TV.com. Sandy, Seth, and Ryan travel to Miami to visit the Nana after she tells Sandy she's dealing, she's getting married. Unable to go because of work, Kirsten's left out on her own to deal with her feelings with Carter. Trey misinterprets Marissa's friendship. Zach mm-hmm. invites Summer to a home-cooked dinner. Right. So, I mean, let's just, yeah, let's just go, just start with that. Because, I mean, you, how can you not just talk about yeah. attempted rape? Because that's a 
big thing. It's a doozy. It, it's, it's, yeah. And I think they did it pretty well, like the way that they filmed it, mm-hmm. um, to handle that, that situation. I also liked the way that Marissa was able to smash him over the head with a stick. To the point where he's just like blood Gushing all over blood. the place. Like yeah. he, like a half crimson mask. Yeah. Uh, head wounds bleed a lot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was just convenient for Marissa just to have that like piece of wood just an arm's length. Yeah. I It didn't feel unbelievable though. No, 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 no. It, but I mean, it just, I'm saying convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely convenient. It did help. I don't know. I don't know what to what to say about that. I never really expected this from Trey. He did not like strike me as someone as, that had it in him. Yeah. Uh this sounds like your classic I don't know, like anyone can be a rapist. Right. Kind of thing where it's like it it typically is someone that you know. And so in that sense I think the show did a good job of handling it that this is kind of statistically a more realistic rape scenario where it's someone you know that you're friends with that you trust um rather than it being kind of like the stereotypical person jumps out of the woods and attacks someone because they're alone at night yeah so <sighs> and I mean, I, I mean we can talk about the lead up to it so uh so Trey is out looking for a job. Marissa offers to help while Ryan's gone. Mm-hmm. They find a job um, at the bait shop, I think it was. It looked like it. Yeah. Yeah, like they, they never mentioned the name. But yeah, exactly, but it seemed like the bait shop, which I think is just, like, funny how <laughs> first Trey moves into Alex's old apartment. Now oh. he has Alex's old job. Oh, my goodness. Or works at Alex. Oh, uh, yeah, her old place of work. Yeah. Yeah, he's just, like, taking her place. They yeah. needed someone to work at the bait shop, right? right yeah, they exactly. Can't, they can't have that many new sets. <laughs> Be too annoying. Yeah. And so Marissa has the idea that, hey, let's celebrate you getting, you know, this awesome job. Margarita's Airplace, I'll bring the guac. Yeah. And already I was like, whoa, hold your horses. Like, girl, your boyfriend's out of town and you guys just aren't known for making really good decisions. As I say that, it sounds like I'm not advo- I'm advocating that like people don't have friends of the opposite gender or the same gender. Yeah. If so if they are dating someone, that's not what I'm saying. I just think that these people in particular specifically are stupid. Them. Yeah, yeah, like specifically Marissa because like not recalling like a specific instance, but just the show in general. All these people are not able to handle friendships. Maybe that's where the myth of like you can't be friends with someone else because these types of shows. I think so, yeah. Like, if someone makes friends with the other person, it always leads to, like, a screwed up love triangle, which is bullshit. Or, yeah, and just, like, unrequited love, or just any romantic just messes with... Yeah, I just mean, some type of relationship triangle screw yeah. up. Yeah, because, yeah, TV really doesn't do a good job as just, like, showing, like, two friends just being platonic, just like, hey, we're, we're cool. Yeah. Step each other up and just like. And no attention. Yeah. Community does a good job of that, I think. Or does it? Um, oh no. Yes or no? I mean, because it depends <sighs> on the characters. Yeah, because I mean, Jeff like hooked up with everyone except for Shirley, and like even to the point where they even met, made an episode where like, hey, we don't really hang out too much. With Cheryl, Shirley. Yeah. Yeah. 
And they made a whole episode out of like, hey, we really don't act interact with each other. I, I interact with Annie and uh, Britta all the time, and not with you. Yeah. And they bonded over uh, foosball. Oh, cool. Yeah. Which is a great episode. Yeah. Um, and then, let's see, Troy... Well, Annie had feelings for Troy. Oh, no. And I missed that one. It, it, this is, like, very beginning. Oh. Well, he had a giant crush. Yeah, it was, like, for season one. Okay. And then Troy was, like, oblivious. Aw. Yeah. Um, Abed is, like, effectively asexual on this yeah. show. Though, like, Annie, like, whenever Abed is in character, like, is in love with Abed. Wait, like, what do you mean when Abed is in character? Well, when he plays a character. I should say. So, because in season, I think it was season, no, season one, um, when they think there's a girl that is attracted to Abed and they're like, hey, Abed, you should pretend to be someone else oh, and no. not you. That always works. Yeah, because no one would ever be in love with I you. I thought the girl they, already liked her, him. No, this is season one. No. Okay. It, it is a diff- you're thinking of a different girl. Oh. But season one, where, because they found a, um, textbook with like a drawing of Abed with like hearts around him and everything oh and it ended up not being Abed it was just like a white guy that looked like Abed but so they need colored pencils (laughs) so they tried to like hey you need to you know just change it up a little bit and so what they do uh Abed's like oh okay if you want me to change sure I'll do it you know and he's he pretends to be like Don Draper from Mad Men perfect yeah and then like he's like seducing Annie and like, not intentionally. Yeah, but as the but character. But Annie, like, gets into it, and she's like, holy shit, like... Oh my god, Don Draper. Yeah, which, again, funny, because she's also in Mad Men. Oh my god, she is! Yeah. Yes, okay. And then, like, season two, I think. Uh, yeah, second people episode, where um, Abed is, like, doing the whole Han Solo thing. Yeah. And then Annie is just, like, head over heels with, like, the whole... Han Solo thing where they even start making out, like, towards the end. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. And then Abed's just like, like, as soon as it's done, he's just like, yeah. That, yep, done with that, bye. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Like, so, I mean, anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess they do a, a decent job, but not great. Mm, yeah. Not better than just any show I can think of. I there think, you go. No, actually, no. Parks and Rec does a better job. Yes. Leslie and Ron. Never had feelings. I don't remember. Leslie and just almost every other And male. every other person could point. Yeah. Except for one. And you can have one. That's fine. That's or, normal. Yeah. That's how real life works, too. Just not all of your friends. Right, yeah. Because, like, 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 the only time... Like, because he even played up to it where, like, there was an episode where Leslie tries online dating. Oh. And, um... They somehow I forget the exact plot of it, but they somehow figure out that, like, the perfect match would be Tom... And then, <gasps> so she tries to go out on a date with Tom, and they're, and then and Tom's just confused because like, oh he doesn't realize it's a date. Yeah, of course. And then because like Leslie's just like yeah let me let's try this out I guess I mean the computer says that you know <laughs> the we're computer compatible. Must be right. Yeah, so let's do this, and then like they're both figure out yeah no this is no not, not realistic. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I think Parks and Rec probably does the best job at it. Yeah, you know who does the worst job? The OC. Yes. <laughs> oh, cause yeah, you have to be in love with everyone. Every, every uh, all these people have just raging hormones. Right. Yeah. So and you, half of the cast is teenagers, but the other half is not. <laughs> so and everybody is still just like unable to just control themselves. Yeah. Just just focus. So I mean, is this like a good segue into talking about Kirsten? 
Yes. She's mainly who I'm thinking about. Yeah. So, we find out Carter is leaving. He got a, a good job offer, apparently, in New York. Thank goodness. Like, get out of there. I like Carter, but Kirsten should have been happy I was about this. indifferent towards Carter. Um, I like his beard, mostly. Let's be honest. Yeah. Or I'll be honest with myself. He's uh, a very attractive face. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, but, like, as a character, I'm just like, uh. Yeah, he didn't really do that much. Right, yeah. Like, you you have good taste in music, dude, but that's the only... About it. Yeah, I can't... I can't even say anything necessarily negative about him. Yeah, he was just... He was, he was a, a little kind of mopey. Yeah, you know... Borderline alcoholic, potentially. Divorce, but yeah, drinking somewhat. But, like, he doesn't necessarily have, like, a shitty character. No, he didn't have much of a personality. It's like they tried, but they're like, eh... We don't want to try You're not going to be here that long. Yeah, like, we're not going to put all of our resources into, like, fleshing you out, man. Not worth no. it. Not when he's going to fly to New York. Yeah. And so, instantly, we have the whole thing where, like, Kirsten gets all misty-eyed and just, like, her, like, voice quivers a little bit. Like, just... Carter's leaving. First of all, you should be happy that Carter is leaving because you know that this is bad. And you know that something bad is going to happen, and you just need to remove Carter, and then everything is going to be fine. Although it's not fine. It's right. really not. And so she offers, it's like, hey, let's, you know, since you're leaving, let's go out for dinner. Since this is our last chance to make a mistake, we'll regret the, or Kirsten will regret the rest of her life. Right. Carter can do whatever he wants. Which, I mean, in itself, isn't a bad idea. Like, if... You know, your yeah, if you don't have, like, feelings that both of you have, like, semi-acknowledged... Yeah. Maybe don't do that. Kirsten knew exactly what she was doing. Or, of course, yeah. Carter also knew what he was doing. Carter's less to blame because, like... He's not the one, like, In the relationship. Yeah. Like, that's... It's shitty because he knew, but... it's but not... He's not necessarily... Like, he's not stopping it. Yeah. But he's not necessarily the one that's, like... In charge of stopping it. Yeah. Yeah. Blame squarely falls on Kirsten, the instigator, the one who went out of her way to invite Carter, not only to a dinner, but in her house where it'd be more private and more date-like. This is like a third date situation that we have going on here. Right. And she even got it catered because... She can't she, cook. Yeah. That was what, yeah, in the, the beginning when she said, like, I'll cook. I was like, don't cook, Kirsten. Don't cook. What are you doing? <laughs> or, at first I was hoping, it was like, maybe she that cooks. Would, yes. And she's like, she self-sabotages it. Perfect. It just, and that just ruins the evening. And yeah. Carter just has to leave early. Yeah. But no, no. She she got catered. They yep. start drinking before. Before the dinner. Yeah. Like she, So she had a cater, which means, like, the food is ready. When yeah. he got there, because it's not like the catering people showed up in the middle of, of them drinking wine right. and dropped it off. Like, the food is ready, and they were just like, let's drink on an empty stomach. Let's drink an entire bottle of wine on an empty stomach, because we're adults alone right. in a married woman's house. <laughs> Though, at first, when like, they were talking about drinking, I thought Carter meant that he drank the whole bottle by himself. <laughs> yeah, no. That would be, he would be like lying on the side of the house on the floor. I mean, not necessarily. I mean, I've done that before. Okay, fine. I guess home. I'm a little bit of a lightweight. A little bit? Um, we've discussed that I enough. Know. So, they have drunken, drinken, drinken an entire bottle of wine before they start eating. And then they go for it and they're like, you know what? You know what's I better guess. than one bottle of wine? 
two. Mm. And then they start to, like, well, uh, well, Kirsten attempts to try and open yeah. the second bottle, and of she can't. All of the wine that this family drinks, and particularly Kirsten drinks, that looks like a really crappy wine opener. Like, the cork, and you, you still have, like, pull with your strength. They mm-hmm. make those things where you can just, like, you know, you, you just pull the lever and it pulls the cork out like mechanically like almost for you that looks like a really shitty wine opener um man the only way that when i use like my swiss army knife to open a bottle of wine like the only way i can do it is i like put it on the floor and hold it steady between my feet and then like put my hand at the base of the neck Mm -hmm. and and then pull up you know like it's really stabilized yeah i can't do it any other way that sounds like just like a weird way just to do it it I mean, makes, if, you, if it works for you, yeah, like, it makes sense. I just, I'm just saying, just, like, it sounds like there should be a more efficient way. Yeah. So what you need to do is grab another person, preferably a guy, that may or may not have feelings for you. Oh. And then just have him hold it while... While you're still holding it. Yeah. And he puts his hand directly over your hand, but not in, like, a cute romantic way it's supposed to be that way. And then he, like, has to use his man strength to open <laughs> to open the wine bottle. That, and his man strength is, like, pushing into the top of your hand, which is against the hard glass of the bottle. Yeah. Which would have hurt. And they, that is what happened with Carter and Kirsten, and that would definitely hurt. Like, I'm sure of it. Like, there was nothing sexy about that. Yeah, it was just like, let me, like, press really hard on your hand <laughs> to open this wine bottle. And, like, then they had, like, the, like, touchy-feely stuff yeah. afterwards. They couldn't have found any other way to get their hands touching, really, like that. <sighs> I'm just disappointed. No, see, this is the better way to do it, right? Since they're already drunk and everything. Yeah. Injure uh, each other? Huh? Injure each other in the process. Not of necessarily. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's happened on the show already or something similar to it, but one of them drops a glass, right? Yeah. And then they both go down and try and clean it up. Oops. And, and then they then, hit heads. Like, Sorry, this is very violent. Right. Either they like slightly nudge heads, or like when they're cleaning it up, their hands meet. Yeah. Or yeah. something. That's better. Yeah. Sure. Like something like incidental, like that. I guess. That makes more sense. Right. Although it, they're both as contrived, but although it's interesting, one, I was I was right there with you until you said incidental because yeah. I think a lot of the scene that they had together was showing off how not incidental it was. Like all, but, yeah. all of it was very intentional. All of it was like, how you're leaving? How about we have a dinner? How about we have it in public? No, let's do it in private because I'm stupid. Yeah, but the thing about doing it in, like intentionally, it, I don't know. It feels like it takes away from... I, not like this even deserved to be sexy or romantic or anything like that. No, but it just... It takes away from it all. I agree, but I think that was like the point of the episode. Or the point of the, of the, the Yeah. Or the whole storyline. Uh, you can still go... For, like. Because they even had, like, the sexy little, like, romantic music playing in the background for them, too. Yeah. So, like, they're, it's like they're not fully committed to, like, going the whole, like, we're full out and, like, like this is supposed to be, like, on purpose. They're still yeah. trying to, like, make you feel like, oh, man, like, you know, will they, won't they, almost. Yeah. But. And, like, for the type of person that Kirsten is and the relationship that she's in, I don't think it's deserving of something just so rammed down your throat kind of deal. Hmm. 
I'm gonna have to respect. Do you mean like ran down your throat? Is and like all these intentional? Yeah. Acts? Just like if you're going to do them, I think you need to like just sprinkle them out a little bit more, or just like have one or two of the moments just be kind of more accidental. Well, I think it's like there's no excuse. Like there was no accident. It's kind of the point. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. I think the, that shouldn't be the point. I you just think, you just disagree with Kirsten being a shitty person. Yeah, well, yeah, but if they're going to do this, I think there's just better ways to do it. Like have a love triangle. Not even no. Uh, just don't have it so forced. Cause it just really comes out of nowhere. Like I. It it does and it doesn't. I think this goes back to me like always saying, "Wow, it seemed really out of character for Kirsten to be so shitty in that one scene." And I've had to say that a couple of times. And so I think maybe that's happening here again where it's just like, "Oh man, like I really don't like how they set this up." When in fact it's just because Kirsten is a shitty person. Yeah. But you don't know it because you like her so much or like parts of her anyway. Yeah, and part of it what they're doing as well is they're going they're playing up like Kirsten's drinking habits. That too, at the end. Yeah. She was like, Where she's like, downing right. half a glass of vodka. Not, e- not even that. So, Carter leaves, they have, they like kiss for five seconds way too long. Yeah. And so, Carter leaves, she still has that like, mostly full glass of wine. Yeah. She's about to drink it, she's like, you know what, nah, I can't. I need something harder. Yeah. Because like, I'm just so sad or God knows what other feelings I have inside of me right now. Uh, Goes straight to the freezer, pulls out some fucking vodka and just mm-hmm. like pours herself like a whole glass of it. No mixer, just straight. <laughs> yeah, just straight vodka. Chugs the whole thing. Yeah, just like chugs it in one gulp essentially. Like, yeah. And I mean, obviously there probably weren't, she was, like they weren't using real vodka. <laughs> no, no they were. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs> but at least like... It, like, make it seem slightly more realistic and just have her have, like, a slight, like, uh, face or something. Nah, Kirsten's hard as fuck. <laughs> Kirsten doesn't wince. Kirsten doesn't need a chaser. Kirsten knows how to drink like a pirate, like, <laughs> except with vodka instead of rum. Drink like a Russian, <laughs> like a Russian spy or a Russian ambassador. And it also, just, of course, she was drinking vodka, like, it just reminded me of that, uh, one of the quotes from Parks and Rec. Where uh, Ron is uh, talking about, like, alcohols and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, clear alcohols are for uh, skinny girls on diets or something like that. <laughs> huh? Hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, obviously, like... I didn't know. Do they have, like, less calories? Like, clear? I've never looked this well, up. Well, I know vodka speci- um, is generally, like... Locale? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, I thought all... I mean, like... I guess in the realm of alcohol, because all alcohol is just like, you know. And then also like breaks the thing, down into sugar. Right, and then the thing with like clear vodka, like not clear vodka, clear alcohols, like those tend to be better mixers. So yeah. And like obviously, like the manly thing to do is just like drink like drink whiskey straight. and just whiskey and a cigar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, which fits with Ron's character. Yeah, it does. So we've got our skinny drunk girl. Yeah. Um, I was uh. Very prepared to give her the LVP, like, yeah. just from that scene. I'm jumping way ahead, but things got so much worse in this episode, just in general. We have a lot of LVPs. Like, we haven't even scratched the surface. Oh, yeah. And that was, and so, like, the whole thing with Carter and uh, Kirsten and everything, that wasn't even the only fucking weird romantic home-cooked dinner thing, either. There were, 
Oh my god, they did the parallel thing again. Yeah. I never even noticed these things unless it's like obtusely obvious. This was kind of there though. It was it was close. It was very close. It basically was. I'm just embarrassing myself. <laughs> so we had uh yeah, Kirsten did the catered home cooked meal and then Carter did the home cooked meal and then they well, Marissa and Trey were like kind of things, but not so much. Yeah, no, I was talking about uh Summer and uh Zach. That's the one I was thinking of. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Did I say the wrong words? They're the wrong characters? Well, I mean, Marissa and Trey, kind of. It wasn't a home-cooked meal or anything, but, like, they were hanging out, so. Yeah. But, I mean, I think the parallel that they're going with was our Carter um, and Kirsten and then um, Summer and uh, Zach. Uh, So, um, let's just back up all the way to the beginning just to get to that point. Okay. So... We find out that the Nana is uh, getting married. She calls and everything. So everybody has to up and leave and go to Miami. Woot woot. Yeah. Which, hmm. Ryan. Well, okay, I can understand Ryan not wanting to go if he had, like, a whole weekend with Marissa alone planned. And then just also kind of, like, worried about Trey. Yeah, that too. It, hmm. And then, so, um... Seth goes uh, to Summers and just, like, tries to apologize. Summers in, like, straight-up, like, boxing mode. It's good to see Summer, or, or, like, any of the women on this um, show have, like, an athletic side. Yeah. Or, like, an an active side in general. (laughs) Physically active. Yeah, and, like, so she, apparently she got into boxing uh, because it'd be good, it'd be a good way to deal with her anger issues. According her, to her blackout rage rages, yeah. yeah. Which I guess makes sense. Uh, sure, yeah. why not? So, I think I agree. Yeah, and so Summer is still completely pissed off at Seth for last episode. Yeah, which I get, but don't completely get because she was talking about how she was completely embarrassed. Yeah, we were talking about it during while well, watching the episode. I didn't see it. Yeah, it sounded like she was referring to like a specific like horrifying incident like oh my god like i was so embarrassed like you know you'd think like something like an incident had happened like right. something had happened rather than it just being an unenjoyable party right yeah because i mean I, the reason that she's upset is because she just hates how comic books the, the com- yeah she just hates the comic books that like what they're going for is that uh the whole thing that they're going for is that summer is just feels jaded from the first comic book experience that she just doesn't want to deal with it again i i feel like they're just pulling too hard the pulling straws at this point yeah and so the the second comic book thing comes up and then summer's just like nope we're not doing this again it's like you saw what it did to us the first time around just but these are completely different situations it really is like the the only problem with this comic book is the way that they're handling it i guess you could say that about anything but like this comic book is not putting them in a difficult situation except for the fact that Seth lied about um, what's-her-face being Reed. a girl. Reed yeah. being a girl. So he lied about that. And now Summer's freaking out about it. And that is the only drama. Like, that's... That's really happened. It, it's not like she's brought that up or anything. She hasn't. The Reed thing? Yeah. No? Like, just the initial time she was upset but ever after that she never really brought it up you're right she's not focusing on that yeah and it uh, 
she's mo- mostly just focusing on the fact that it's the comic book thing. And it just seems really irrational and like shoehorned in. Like they needed drama for Seth and Summer and Zach and Zach. Yeah, that you know. Yeah, triangle. So, so it's yeah. So he's trying to apologize. Summer doesn't um, accept his apology really, and actually offers. He's like, "Hey, we should just take a break." That's that's a strong position to take. Yeah. Given that I I felt like I had missed something. Like, did I zone out during the last episode? But no, nah, she's just, just that upset about um, everything, everything. Apparently, yeah. So. Seth is a little, you know, taken aback, but he's like, I mean, sure, if this is what you want to do, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. I, I guess it works out since I'm going to Miami anyway. So. Yeah, and he had no conception that it was that bad since yeah. he was fully expecting to have his apology accepted and then just be able to back out gracefully to R- Miami. Yeah. And Summer had this whole, like, notion that, like, yeah, go to Miami, hook up with all these girls like you always do at these parties. Does he? I think she's just thinking of the Vegas, like, episode. Oh, God. Which, sure, but... It, but in general, yeah, like Seth it, isn't the one that you're really thinking of, like, the party dog and or party animal and, yeah. like, horn dog, you know? I, I, it's just going back to the whole thing where someone was just burned once and then just forever just assumes any situation similar to that is going to cause... Heartache and a drama. situation? Yeah. Huh. I'm seeing a theme here. <laughs> so I guess if you look at it that way, it, it all kind of makes sense, but even still. It, it's a stretch. It, yeah. And so they go to Miami, uh, and then Seth is just ready to retire. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. That was some of the best Seth, Seth scenes. Like, he's just, like, out hanging out with, like... No, you know the, did he know those old gentlemen ahead of time, or did yes. he just, like, immediately... Okay, I, yeah, so he I, knew them through the Nana? I guess so, because he didn't specify otherwise. Huh? Yeah, because I, I, was, I was trying to get a feel for, like, did he just roll up and be like, I can make friends with anybody here? No, like, because yeah. he, yeah, he was talking about like, hanging out with, like, these guys beforehand. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was like, I just need to get my, like, therapeutic orthopedic shoes ready, my mm-hmm. humidifier. He even had, like, the... Like the old man sunglasses. Yeah. Image. Well, those are just sunglasses that fit over glasses. Right. Yeah, but I've worn those. <laughs> I only see them with old guys. So. With, while driving. When you but, wear glasses. Right. No, I get it, but I'm just saying I've only ever yeah. seen them worn with like yeah. people over like yeah. eighty. So. <laughs> so I guess in that sense, you're kind of like Seth. I do have a lot of like retired age friends. They're not, like, quite 80. Some of them are, actually. My my trail crew, I'm um, a good maybe 40 years younger than everybody else. Mm -hmm. Oh, easily 40, actually. I think the next youngest person is, like, probably 65. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, So, about 40. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, do you, like, play... What was it that they're playing? Uh, I think they're playing, Shuffleboard? There we go, yeah. No, I have never played shuffleboard with them. We do much cooler things, like like, uh, cut down trees with chainsaws. But... I did have like a, a, a kind of a funny scene in my life where we were having um, it was really cold and so we decided to have like just go out for breakfast together instead mm-hmm. of going to do trail work and I think someone was leaving but anyway so we were all going out to breakfast and we met at we went to Denny's I think it was Denny's but it was like a classic just like breakfast place yeah. and so I roll up at Denny's it is 
7.30 on a Thursday, or 8 o'clock on a Thursday mm-hmm. morning, and I show up at Denny's, and they're, like, uh, asking, like, where I'm seated, and like, oh, I'm meeting friends here, and then I look across the room, and I see there's a table, and there are, like, 12, like, old white men there, <laughs> like, there's my group, and I don't know, maybe explaining isn't coming across, but, yeah. like, it looked like I was, like, there to meet, like, my 12 grandpas, <laughs> like, it just... No- I could see the confusion, or maybe I was imagining it, but I, I felt like I could see the confusion on people's faces. Like, what is this, like, 24-year-old woman doing here, meeting... Well, first of all, no one is ever going to suspect you're 24, okay? What is this 18-year-old <laughs> child doing here? Where That's is still her, pushing it, but... What is this 16-year-old doing here? Where is her mother? <laughs> Why is she meeting 12... Old retired men here. Why is she not at school right now? Yeah, it's like don't, don't you work at the mall or like can you go to work or should you be at school? Everyone was confused. I looked very out of place, just at at Denny's in general at that mm-hmm. time of day in the middle of the week and, yeah. um, being at the head of a table with like, twelve old men. <laughs> All of them have like white hair. So yeah. I mean, I have some fond memories at Denny's. Denny's is great. Yeah. Like, I remember senior year, um, I skipped class quite a few times to go to Denny's with a couple friends. Oh my god, I was so uncool in high school. You did that? How? Hmm. Okay, go on. We just would go to Denny's and, like, for example, uh, yeah, it was my senior year. Denny's had this whole thing where after the Super Bowl, uh, the the Tuesday after the Super Bowl, they had a promotion where, like, you get a free Grand Slam. Just for free. You nice. Like, yeah. so, what up? But it was, like, between the hours of, like, 7 and 10 a.m. or something like that. So, like, me and a couple friends were like, you know what? Fuck it. Just do it. Yeah. Gotta go. This That's what life is made of. Just just experiences where you can get free food. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not like I was missing out on any important class or anything either. Because uh, for my A-days, I, um, I TA'd, so whatever. Yeah. B-days. Is that I, a C-loft? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was upset when I wouldn't show up, but it was like, there's nothing I can really do. Like Yes, there is. Like, there's, you just go to class. It's what you can do. No, but I just wouldn't, like, show up. Or is there something that he could do? Yeah. You mean, okay. Like. I thought you were saying, like, there's nothing I can do when I skip class. Like, okay, <laughs> go on. And then my other class was uh, speech, and that class was such a fucking joke. Was that with Working Team? Yeah. Oh, man. I, shut up. I took that class so seriously. I had to speak in front of people. I was not comfortable with it back then. Oh, I was... I totally took it as a joke because, like, I made friends with, like... I was in a class full of freshmen. It was just, like, me and, like, one other person was the, were the only seniors in that class. Everyone oh. else was just freshmen. So I made friends with the freshmen, and, like, we just, like... I corrupted the fuck out of them. Oh, no! <laughs> You know, like, we made friends and, and, like, and everything, so, yeah. I took a senior year, too, but I still took it, like, seriously. Oh, no, like, I, I took it as a complete joke. Man. Like, Warkentine hated me. <gasps> Warkentine loved me. Like, he loved me because I was, like... Because you're funny. Yeah, but, like, he fucking hated me, which is, like, this guy. Like, do you remember the uh, assignment where, like, you're supposed to tell, like, a fairy tale or, like, a story or something like that with a group? I probably just blacked out that entire class. Okay, so there was an assignment where, like, you and a group were supposed to read, like, this, uh fairy tale or story or something like that i don't think we did that actually well our class did but anyway and we did the little mermaid and not like the disney version no we did like the the original 
Like, oh no, where like her feet get cut off and, and shit like, like all that. Sorts of crap happens. Yeah, and like we didn't because we were supposed to practice and it was supposed to be like this like ten minute thing tops. Mm-hmm. Um, because we were supposed to like give the abridged version and everything of like, these stories. Uh, we didn't rehearse any of this at all when we we're supposed to. We just went to Chipotle and just like didn't do work. Just goofed off. Yeah, so we spent like forty minutes. <laughs> Telling this, like, story, like, without any rehearsal or anything like that. And then yeah. working to you, just like... You did what? You spent, like, 40 minutes? Are you serious? He yeah. would have stopped you. He stopped us at 40. 40? He let, yeah. it, he, he yeah. let you go on for 30 yeah. additional minutes? Yeah. Were you entertaining, at least? No. Because <laughs> we were just like, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Wow. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait, your partners were all freshmen, too? Yeah. <gasps> you did corrupt them! Was it? Aw. Oh, no. Maybe we, so you took, you would have taken it the year after I took it. No, no, you would have, what am I saying? You would have taken it the year before I yeah. took it. Maybe that is why he stopped doing. I heard <gasps> that, I heard that that was the case actually, so that makes. So that's why, that's why I didn't get that assignment. Yes. Well, first of all, thank you because fuck <laughs> group assignments, like for real, especially in a speech class. Don't make us do that. Yeah, so, I heard, yeah. You. Now that you bring that up, I heard that I like made a last me back in that class. <laughs> Just the changed everything he, afterwards. He was just like, yeah, we're never doing this again. Great. Well, he did teach speech again, and I was in that class next year. I had a good time in it overall. Yeah, I can just imagine if you brought up that story to him, like if he knew about it. I don't think I knew about it. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, but I can just imagine if he did, did know about it, he brought it up, he just would have just like... You would have had a rage blackout. <laughs> I can just imagine it right now. You're not responsible for the things that he said. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, so... Speaking of rage blackouts... Yes. Yeah. Summer's pretty pissed off. Mm-hmm. And we don't really get it. Yeah, it makes very little sense. It makes no sense. And so, while Seth is up in Miami doing his thing, uh, Zach comes in, gets punched the fuck out for his troubles, first of all. He took it well. Yeah. That was pretty dumb to, like, you know, poke someone who's, like... Boxing. Yeah. And you can see they have, like, earbuds in. Yeah. He knows that she can't hear you. Yeah. So, like, poke her with a stick or something. Right, you yeah. Know, get just, ready to move it out of the way. Right. Or just, like, you're in her bedroom. Just grab a pillow. Yeah, that too. And just, like, throw, throw it at her. Yeah. There's a lot of options. Yeah. But, no, he went for, like, the dumbest option. Got punched out for his troubles. And so his parents are out of town... For a economic conference in Aspen. <laughs> uh, I had to watch that part twice. Um, what's the most... What, what do we even call that? Just like... The whitest... Bougie white? Like just the whitest thing you can do? Yeah. Oh, my My family's at an economic... In Aspen, at an economic conference. Which makes... I don't... I, I don't know enough about Aspen economics. can do whatever they want. Right, yeah, but it... Just because we only associate it with skiing and that one episode from South Park doesn't mean they don't have economic conferences. I mean, I associate it with the X Games, so that's probably why. I don't know what that is. Is that skiing? Is that jumping off of snow? It's, uh, like, basically, like, the Extreme Sports Olympics. Oh, so it's, like, sliding around on It's, like, snowboarding, skiing. On a conical, no, not conical, but, like, a U-shaped snow pile. Yeah, a, um, half pipe. Yes, that thing. A U-shaped snow pile. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so they have, like, the X Games where, like, you do, like, the, uh, like, the snowmobile motocross things as well. You do, like, oh. flips on them. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
It was uh, what's that dude's name? Sean White. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is he the, there? Yeah, the snowboarder. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of him. So that's what I associate Aspen with. I associate it with that episode from South Park. <laughs> and like Aspen. <laughs> That's all. Oh, God. I need to rewatch that episode. <laughs> Do we? I feel like that that was the one joke. I think I just... I remember I just re- it being better. I remember that being a good episode. Maybe I do need to rewatch it, because I, I feel like I've just summarized the entire episode. It's just saying right. ass pen. That's probably it, but I remember <laughs> it being a good episode. Uh, but yeah, so Zach offers um, Summer to go to his place. He'll make dinner Italian, because... He just got back from Italy. Yeah. And Francesca right. gave him such a great recipe. Ha, nudge, ha, nudge, ha, ha, ha. He can make fun of himself. What a great guy. Yeah. What a great guy. And so they start making dinner and everything. And, and can I just say that Zach's cooking outfit is on point. And I was just watching this. Really? Like, in like a really horrible way. You know, like don't wear that. But... I thought I was just over the top. I was just like, well, you don't need to. That's, I guess, okay, on point might be the wrong word. I agree with the over the top. I was just thinking, it's so funny, like, this This is what rich people do. They have, like, <laughs> fancy hats, and they're just like, I'm going to cook Italian tonight. Let me use, like, all of my fancy fucking, like, cooking equipment. Like, of course, we have, like, the specialty, like, powder puffer something. Flour? Like, the flour, but he had, like, a, it was in, like, a cylinder that, oh, like, like, puffed the, things. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. To, like, you know. Aerate it out or whatever. I have no idea, but just, like, doing all that and wearing, like, the chef hat and he had Italian music playing and stuff. So it was very, uh, he had a theme going on. He had a very strong theme. And what did not fit into that theme at all? The TV in the background? Yeah, what the fuck, dude? And so when I saw that, it was, like, perfect. Like, you're not going to watch the television? Not that Seth deserves to get away with being an idiot. Yeah. But I... Yeah, just having, like, Miami Beach ragers in the background of, like, this fancy Italian meal. Yeah, but, I mean, his excuse was, like, so, I'm going to be a while with the cooking, so you occupy yourself with the TV, basically, because that's what you do, Summer, is watch TV. (laughs) You little stupid person. (laughs) Little pat on the head. You like television? (laughs) And so, this whole spring break thing uh, is going on on TV, which was... An actual thing that used to happen back in the day, which I know you wouldn't know. I do not know. But, like, on MTV, like, during, around spring break, they would have, like, specials from, like, usually it was either Cancun or Panama City in Florida, where Mm -hmm. uh, they would have all, like, the college people just doing college people things and just... Just making fools of themselves. Exactly, and they'd have a... And recording it for posterity. Yeah, and they'd have them, like, you know, do these silly games, and just, like, they'd have concerts, and... Was the eating whipped cream off of a body, per body, off of another person? That seems like something that would be on there. Okay, so that's in line? Yeah. Ugh. Just, that's... like, like that's, that's the type of games they would have, like, shit like that. God, I'm just imagining the saliva, <laughs> and, like, it's sticky, and, oh, God, this sounds... It just sounds awful. I feel like it sounds like a better idea when you're, like, completely drunk and, like, surrounded by hot people. Like, in uh, any... In you're any not of the, wrong. In I any think, of the contexts, it would sound terrible. Yeah, but. I think perhaps all ideas sound better when you're drunk and surrounded by attractive people. Sure. Yeah, I think you can get people to do pretty much anything, which is, ah, Especially we have discovered if it's televised. the premise of their entire television show. Perfect. <laughs> 
but yeah, so they had um, that's the thing they I like I don't I don't watch MTV anymore, and so I, does M- M- it, MTV exist anymore? It, it does. I know that much. Oh, okay. But um, I don't know if they still have those like yearly like spring break specials, but they were a thing back in the day. Mm. Uh, like it was like pretty much what we saw is what they would air. Like they would have like musical guests like on this one they had T.I. which I mean geez I, I forgot he existed <laughs> I forgot never knew that he existed although I think I recognize the song that he sang mm-hmm. uh, I mean I can probably there's a probably a couple other songs like you probably would have heard him from oh uh, perhaps I just yeah. don't know the artist name yeah uh, but yeah I totally forgot like he was a he was the big thing back in like the mid 2000s like yeah I'm trying to remember how did Oh, right, from the old people, and then the, the girl, like... Oh, so how, like, Seth and Ron Yeah, I was trying there? like, wait, like, how do they even get to this, like, ridiculous party? Like, oh, none of them wanted to be there, Yeah, and I remember. Okay, so basically, uh, they were at the little shuffleboard playing game, and this, like, cute little girl shows up, who's there visiting her grandma, mm-hmm. and it's just like, hey, you want to play? And... Uh-huh. Preventing Ryan from going and getting a goddamn sandwich. <laughs> right, that's all, all he wanted. All they wanted to do was eat. <laughs> they were going to go out with their old people friends and go to Denny's. Yeah. And, but no. Uh, so, Seth being the competitive person that he is apparently, needs to beat this girl at shuffleboard. He loses. And because he lost, he agreed to do this girl's bidding, apparently, or something. So this girl needed a partner... A dance partner yeah. to win like five thousand dollars or something. Okay, so like this bet and the resultant need to to for Seth to participate in this contest is under very false premises. Yeah. Like he easily could have broken it off right then. Like it's not what I signed up for. You're on your own. I mean, of course she was using all of the guilt tactics, but still. That was the point you could have backed out, just like, that's not what you said, I'm out of here, bye, deuces. But, boobs. That's what really came out, came down to, really. Yeah, you know, fair enough. I mean, huh. Something about him. Just hypnotizing. Boobs, I mean. Boobs. What are you gonna do? They're boobs. Boobs. That should be the official tagline of boobs. Boobs. Yeah. Just boobs. Exactly. Boobs. And so, they go to the spring break thing. Uh, he thinks it's going to be some dance contest for the spring break thing. As you said, no false pretenses. Mm-hmm. It's going to be this contest where you're supposed to lick... Uh, whipped cream. Whipped cream off of this other person's body and yeah. then just, like... This get... doesn't seem like a very scientific competition. Like, how do you know you got the same amount of whipped cream on everybody? How do you know when the whipped cream is gone? Because, like, after they won... The whipped cream competition. There. there was still whipped cream yeah. on this person, and it was all over his face. Like, can you like? What if you just like smeared your face across the person and just wiped all the whipped cream onto your own face? Is that licking? I feel like at that point you get disqualified. Yeah. Like maybe the rules aren't that specific, but they would still say no. Right. But still, still, I was, you know, mm-hmm. that seems like a hard thing to judge. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, fair enough. And so he finds out that. And it's this weird competition. He's kind of, like, regretting it. And then the girl tries to, like, guilt him into these reasons. But, like, tuition. And, like, grandma won't have enough money for her medication. And while I'm doing this, I'm undressing myself and showing my boobs. Yeah. 
So your financial situation should not rely on you entering crazy contests in spring break or in Florida. Yeah. And getting whipped cream licked off of you. In the eyes of the Lord, no less. You know, God was watching. <laughs> oh, that was, I think that's probably one of my favorite parts of the episode. So Ryan's at the bar trying to get some water. And then, like, he befriends this, like... Just not befriend them. <laughs> ben, anyway. Yes. Well, I mean, they, they start talking. Like, it's not like they started, like, throwing hands or anything. Yeah. At, immediately. So they just, uh... He finds this one guy, and he's just like, oh, man, I'm having a bad time. Like, I'm like my girlfriend ran away, and I think... It's tough. Yeah. I think she's entered some dumb competition to... Revealing her body <laughs> for money. Yeah. Or, I forget. He said it. he had great vocab choices oh, for yeah. the way that he, uh, <laughs> that he described the situation. Yeah, and then Ryan's like, well, I mean, what you gonna do, man? It's spring break. It's like, not where we're from. Hmm. And then he gave the name of so just like which I'm pretty sure it's a made up school name. I hope so. Yeah. Otherwise, that'd be pretty mean. Well, I would much rather they even like yeah we're from like Liberty University. Yeah, that would have been perfect. Yeah, I guess it is always funny, especially when you're. Fr- I love it when my college is referenced on a television show. It happens very rarely, but when it does, it's like the fucking highlight. I, yeah, I was gonna say like. How often is it mentioned? But then I really don't have that much room to talk because is yeah because UMass is not mentioned all that much. Well, or? I mean, I whenever it is mentioned, uh, it's not it's not always mentioned in the best light. Recently, uh, William and Mary usually gets pretty good. Like it, it's not if it's shown at all, it's usually not negative. And actually, the only real like reference I can think of is. Um, so in Scrubs, JD and Turk both went to William and Mary for undergrad. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Fun fact, yeah, yeah. So and I don't think they even mentioned the school name, or they did, but it was like once. It was very mm-hmm. brief, yeah. but it, it was enough for everybody at William and Mary to be like, "Did you know that Turk and JD went <laughs> to William and Mary? That's our most famous alumni." <laughs> Besides Michelle Bachman. Don't remind me. <laughs> Just stop. Thomas no. Jefferson. <laughs> UMass doesn't have much room to talk right now either. I cannot name a single alum. Oh uh, well, we have some great ones, but yeah. the the one that's like bringing us down a little bit is uh, Cosby. Oh no! Yeah. To be fair, oh, no. he only got his master's there or something. He didn't yeah. get his undergrad. Yeah. No, 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 no. He's not an under- no. undergrad of UMass. You have much less. Uh, like it's not your alma mater then. Yeah. So no, you don't have to claim him. Yeah. And also, we were all fooled. We were all fooled by Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. Because I, back in the day, I was like, no, no, not Bill Cosby. Don't do this to me. So, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, I was going to say, just, last time I seen all UMass in the news was after the Patriots won the Super Bowl. And uh, this is like this news story. Just like, is UMass going to revolt after the Patriots win? Ah. Because it's, it's a thing that we do up at UMass. Like, when you win? Yeah. You revolt? Yeah, we, there's riots. Ugh. When we lose, there's riots. Oh my god. Yeah, we just like to what riot. What if you tie? We're definitely going to riot. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because um, I'll show you some videos of like UMass riots after this, but it's, it's a thing. I believe it. I've heard of that. Yeah, there's a reason why we're called Zoomass Lamhurst. Zoomass? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Pull your shit together. <laughs> it's too late for that. Yeah. It's gotten better, but anyways... So, these guys are, like, from, like, the Bible Belt. 
Yeah. I wonder if that was a joke because they're all from, like, California has its own, like, rural places, too, Well, I mean, they're in Florida. Yeah, but I was just thinking, like, the comparison of, like, oh, we're from Florida, and now we're in, like... Or we're from California, and now we're in Florida, and Florida's so, like, weird and different. Mm -hmm. It has, like, yeah, sure, it's the city life, but it's also in the South. And the South has, like, these kind of, like... Weird people. Yeah. And so Ryan immediately figures out, just like, oh... He doesn't really do anything preemptively, though, so after that scene, I was imagining... Like, it's it's short timing, but I was imagining, like, I have to go find Seth now and warn him. Well, that's what he... Yeah, that's what he goes to do... But, I mean, it's such a crowded place. It's not like he can It is really move, hard to move. Like, yeah, like, with ease. And so... He might not even be allowed back there. Because, yeah. like, contestants only. Right. Unless you bring, like, a bunch of... Women. Ha, maybe. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking of, like, big burly men to just push through. That too. Yeah. And so, this con- while this contest is going on, um, back in California, Summer's watching it. Of course. And she sees Seth doing Seth things. It's not an usual Seth thing, yeah. but yeah, that's what he was doing. And what does she do? She just decides to... Immediately make out with Zach! Yeah. What the fuck? That is not an appropriate reaction. No, it's not. Mainly because that's just a fucked up thing to do to Zach. That's just the like, worst part of it. Right, yeah. Because, like... And, like... Tit for tat is, like, crap anyway mm-hmm. for, like, oh, I'm gonna, like, get back him. Also, like, what, 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 what are you accomplishing? Seth like, isn't there. Like, yeah, Seth cannot see you. What are you accomplishing? Are you trying are, to make him jealous? Because, like... Are you the, going to tell the, Seth? The TV doesn't work both ways. It's... They can't see you. No. Uh, so, but that's still secondary to just, like, messing with Zach's emotions. Like, this kid who spent months, you know, more kind of mourning the relationship and, and getting over it, and which isn't, you know, like, that's a normal amount of time to, to mourn, but he's like, I hope so, gotten over it for the most part, and now you're going to, like, pull him right back into that, and just... It's just a bad luck. It's just a horrible thing to do. It's very selfish. It's very selfish and... Um, just lacking in a- empathy or, or, like, really thinking about how this affects the person who you are, like, actively making out with. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll definitely see what's going on with that. And I just realized, so, for an episode called Return of the Nana, there really There's wasn't that much. There's not a lot much. of Nana. Yeah. I was thinking that, too. Like, when you were reading the... Synopsis? Yeah, the synopsis and the title and stuff, I was just like, there's so much going on in Newport that, I like... The Nana stuff was just super background. It was. It wasn't even secondary. It was like the fourth tier storyline. Yeah. So I mean, we'll just run through it really quickly. So basically, uh, as the synopsis, as we said in the synopsis, she was getting married. So obviously, Sandy and the gang have to go to Miami to you know see her. I thought they were actually going to go to the wedding. <laughs> right. No, that's what I thought too. At yeah. First. Okay. And so, um, Sandy meets the uh, his potential dad in law. Yeah. Um, but he's a little, like, suspicious at first, just like... He's very orange. He's, like, tan and has very bright teeth. Yeah. It's difficult to trust a person like that. <laughs> yeah, because uh, he was mentioning earlier uh, when he was talking to the Nana about, like, you know, how she was talking about moving into the condo that Sandy, I guess, got for her that mm-hmm. she never lived in. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, and it's just like, it's a million-dollar condo. Like, it's a little suspicious. Like, maybe he's using you for your condo. Yeah. 
And as we find out... That's the case. All Sandy had to do, she's like, well, I have friends in high places. Yeah. FBI, cough, cough. You might know that I'm a lawyer, that and I have friends. I know people. Do background checks. And it would be a, a shame, like, if, you know, they did anything. But I'm not going to let them do that because, like, I'm like, I'm trying to become more, more. trusting. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I have trust issues, but... I'm working through it. For you. You seem like a good guy. Like, I mean, yeah. if... If Sophie Cohen can trust you, I mean she's sharp as a whip. So yeah, obviously you're 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 good, and that scares the shit out of this guy. Yeah, he's not good. Yeah, and he just runs off, and presumably I think he made up the lie about having the malpractice issue thing. Yeah, I think I, I guess I maybe interpreted that a little bit wrong because my first guess about what that phone call was about was Sandy had indeed done a background check on this person with his connections Mm -hmm. and they had dug something up and then like got the prop like started turning the wheels on like getting him sued yeah like for something legitimate that he had really done Mm -hmm. and then was he fleeing the country it made it sound like he yeah, was. Yeah, he's like, oh, you're at the airport. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, how long will he be gone before this blows over? Oh. Yeah. So I thought that Sandy had actually, like, kind of helped get him sued. But maybe it was just a convenient excuse for him to say, like, like, bye. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just more of the case of, hey, um, I'm out. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, he knows. it been nice. He, he knows that, um... I'm, I'm a, a shitty person. Yeah. And he might actually find some more shittier things that I've done, so... Um. Man. Can you imagine being, like, a really self-aware shitty person? And, like, you don't count. Because I know you say, like, oh, I'm not a good person. Whatever. I mean, like, an actual dirt bag, Like, someone who just sucks. Can you imagine that? And just, like, realizing it? I mean, I guess, because I realize that I'm a shitty person. No, you're not. Oh, man. No, I mean, like, someone who, like, actually screws people over... Oh my god, unless there's, like, a huge dark side to you that I don't know. Oh, you don't understand. You, like, you don't even know the amount of people I've, What? Like, I've backstabbed and everything. Oh my god. Yeah. Holy shit. Um. Like, House of Cards is based off my life. What? Type of shit. Oh, okay, well. No. Moving. No, see, yeah, exactly. Can you imagine? Can you imagine, <laughs> like, like, being someone like that? Like, someone who's, like, oh, someone wants to do a background check on me? Better... Like drop the country. drop everything. He probably wasn't actually fleeing the country yeah. either. But like, he be- might. better like quit my marriage and like get out of here. Yeah. Like you know that's just extremely self aware. <laughs> True, and so obviously you know the Nana is upset yeah. for a couple of reasons because like first she like just is upset with Sandy for what did you do? What did he? What did he tell him? Yeah. What did he say to him? And he was just like. I mean, I didn't really do anything. That's all on him. Yeah, and, and then, I'm glad that they really that they didn't turn that into another like huge conflict. That Sophie was super mad at Sandy. Yeah, for a long time that she was understood. Right, it, and like she even said, like in the back of like her mind, she kind of knew. Yeah, but she just didn't want to like die alone. Basically, I know that's so sad. That got really real really fast. I just wanted to believe that I wasn't going to be alone for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, oh, 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 no. And and she also said that part of the reason she wanted Sandy to come visit was to evaluate him. Yeah. So that's, speaking of self, self-aware, mm-hmm. that's, like, really good on her to, to take that and to try to be a little bit more cautious, mm-hmm. even if it's somewhat subconscious. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of wish they did more with uh, the Nana storyline, because it was really very it entertaining. Been, like, it could have been a lot deeper. Yeah, and especially if, if you're going to, you know, call an episode The Return of the Nana, you know, yeah. a bit more with her. Yeah. We all love the Nana. Like, who doesn't like the Nana? I, I really like... Yeah, she could have been in a lot more, because the, the first episode with the Nana was very interesting. Yeah. And mostly focused right on her. So, they could have definitely set up this episode in a different way, and maybe... Like, move some of the drama, some of the dramatic storylines to other episodes. Right, like, I mean, uh, the whole Carter and Kirsten thing, we didn't need that this episode. No, we didn't. That, yeah, that We don't need that, that period. Been... We don't need that period, but we didn't need... Yeah, like, anyway. If we're going to pick an episode where we don't need it, this could have been one of them. Yeah, because they could have had that kind of scene even if Kirsten wasn't, like, home alone. Yeah. So, and the, um... Marissa and Trey storyline could have been transplanted. Yeah, I mean... Somewhat, because, you know, I mean, part of it, and Marissa are, like, attached at the hip. Right, but, I mean, part of it, yeah, depended on... Ryan on them hanging the, out alone. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So, I mean, we were talking earlier about the amount of LVPs we can give out in this episode, so... Everyone like, sucks. Should we... I don't, I don't think everybody sucked, but we had, like, just... Big time L's in this Yeah, episode. lots of L's. Just, it, again, I don't think it's necessarily like a lot of them, just the magnitude of them. Intensity of the L's yeah. is very strong this episode. Like, people done fucked up. Like, other episodes were just like, oh, you were an idiot and you, like, caused the drama. What you gonna do? Yeah, like, you're, you're the LVP. This episode was just like, sexual assault, LVP, yeah. adultery, LVP. Yeah. Like, more adultery, LVP. Cause, yeah, because, like, well, during the whole scene with Carter and Kirsten, you're like, LVP, I know it. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> this person sucks. Or, by this person, I mean Kirsten. Like, Kirsten, yeah. I was, like, ready to give Kirsten the LVP, like, and, right then and there. And she was deserving of it. Until... Would be. In, in, in any other episode. Yeah. She probably easily. would. Yeah, easily. Easily. And then, they just had to one-up the least of the episodes. Yeah. And it's just like sexual fucking assault. It's hard so, to beat. I feel like this is going to be unanimous. Yes. Um, Trey. Yeah, let me, anybody argue against Trey being the LVP and be like, you know what's worse? Licking whipped cream off of people. Yeah. That's not worse than sexual assault. No, like if you straight up do not think Trey was the worst guy in this episode, please stop listening to our podcast and never listen to it ever again. Oh my again. goodness, you don't even want to. Like, what's your reasoning? No, you're right, good point. Yeah, yeah like, you know. I, I don't want that kind of peop- those kind of people like, listening oh, to us. Oh, you know, Trey was on cocaine and stuff, so that is... Well, well, no, <laughs> he was on cocaine! Yeah. Like, that's... That was his first fuck-up. Yeah. Just, like, being on cocaine. Alcohol and cocaine, yeah. no less. Jeez. So, I gotta say, so, um, I think it was last episode we were talking about Trey being, like, really dead in the eyes. Yeah. Kind of boring and he kind of slurred his words. So for like a little bit of the beach scene in the beginning when Trey was like Mm -hmm. excited and his eyes were like open all the way to like a normal amount of being open for most people. (laughs) I was just like, I kind of like this Trey. (laughs) I kind of like Trey on cocaine. I forgot to mention, uh, like even before that when they were drinking with Marissa, like, for someone that was apparently drunk, he didn't seem drunk. He seemed more drunk when he's sober. 
Like that scene he had, like with, with true when Jess came in and brought in like the tequila. Yeah, he seemed more dead in his eye and yeah, drunk. Yeah, he's just like, "Hey, girl, welcome." Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Then he was when he was actually drunk. Like, kid, maybe he takes or like uses drugs so much, like alcohol included, that he feels like kind of off when he's not taking drugs. I guess maybe. That, I mean, that would be he's the, kind of like hungover all the time. Yeah. I feel like that's not what they were necessarily going for, but... Well, it does kind of come know, off that there's way. There's some evidence of yeah. it. And so, MVP. Um, I'm giving it to Ryan. Hmm. I'm leaning more towards Sandy. What else did Ryan do? I, I was just going to say, because with Ryan, he was trying, trying to be a good uh, boyfriend, checking in with Marissa. That's true. Make sure she was okay. Like, uh... The scene where um, he called Marissa at first and was just like, hey, so just to let you know, I'm kind of in a weird position. Yeah. Oh, uh, you may overhear some, some sounds. Yes, that was smart of him to say. I also appreciate. I don't know if he actually said that or not, but like that was basically the. Yeah, the phone call. It was yeah. just like, hey, just want just, to know. Yeah. I also appreciated that he called Marissa to try to get her to not watch the television mm-hmm. to to kind of like. He tr- bro. Yeah, he tried to, like, you know, put a... He tried. I also like that he didn't try that much harder. That so he was just like, you know, I tried. Instead he, of saying, like, stop everything you're doing and go yeah. over and, you know, turn off the television. Yeah. So. But, I mean, what's you gonna do? He can't just call Summer and just be like, don't watch By the way, don't don't watch this channel. <laughs> There's something you don't want to see on it. Yeah. So just close your eyes. And pretend it happens. Maybe go outside. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm going to Ryan to like I can definitely see why you would give it to Sandy. He was definitely my second choice, but yeah, I I'm I'm feeling Ryan more this episode. I'm feeling Sandy more this episode. Okay, and I think that's fine. Yeah, not wrong with that. Mm-hmm. So the next episode is the showdown. Well, we're getting close to the mm-hmm. end, so oh, I yeah. think it's going to be like a lot of. Oh, you know what? I think people are going to confront each other, and it's going to be like that parallel thing. So, um, you know. Sandy and Kirsten are are finally going to have like a, a long conversation and probably a heated conversation about their marriage because it's kind of been like Sandy mentioned during this episode that things have not been going that well. Yeah. And so they haven't been showing a lot of like Sandy and Kirsten face to face not mm-hmm. having a good relationship. It's kind of been bubbling under the scenes. Yeah. For yeah. Sandy specifically. For us, it is smack in the middle of the screen yeah. with Carter. So they're gonna have a showdown. Um, Summer and Seth gonna possibly break up mm-hmm. right then and there. Wouldn't be surprised if they broke up next episode temporarily, of course. Yeah, I mean. Um, and then Ryan is gonna punch Trey in the face. So basically, just every elephant in the room is just gonna just gonna have a showdown. Yeah. Am I missing any elephants? No, those are big ones, really. What's going on with Julie? Julie and uh, oh, Julie and Caleb. Caleb. We've yeah. forgotten about them. They weren't in this episode no, they at weren't. all. So there might be some stuff with them. That might be a showdown. Yeah. Just all the showdowns. Or what are they showing down? Because Potential divorce? Poten- yeah. That's about it. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah, so... Uh, 
Anything else we need to uh, discuss? I think that covers it. Yeah. So if you guys enjoy what we're doing, the awesome stuff that we're doing here with the Neepsies podcast, please make sure to show your support by following us on our social media pages. We have Twitter, twitter.com slash Noopsies, and Facebook, facebook.com slash Noopsies. Make sure to like and follow both of them. Uh, we love communicating with you guys, and we definitely use those uh, platforms to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep up with us with any updates with the podcast and just any OC memes or whatever that we post. <laughs> and also make sure to subscribe as well. Get the newest episode of the New Seeds Podcast straight into your inbox on your phone so you don't have to keep waiting on, you know... Just refreshing day after day. Yeah, just knowing when there's a new new piece, you can just get it as soon as it comes out, fresh out the oven. Mm-hmm. So make sure to subscribe on SoundCloud, on iTunes, and on Stitcher Radio. And leave a rating and... Uh, comment just you know how we're doing how you like it, the podcast or it doesn't even have to be podcast related you can just leave a comment and just be like i like eggs good i'm not, I, I'm not weird yeah it'd be weird but i mean i can't tell you how to live your life i can suggest we'll probably still respond yeah like, like me too <laughs> i can suggest that you guys do things but at the end of the day you do you live your life it's all we can do in this world mm-hmm. so is there anything else you want to add michelle not a thing Alright, so <laughs> for the UFC's podcast, I'm Juan. I'm Michelle. And we'll see you guys at the Nicolati's. Oops.